Hello everyone, I am back again today to record another podcast. Today I will be talking about Guy Fox, and then I will talk about the Gunplatter plot. For those who do not know, Guy Fox was also known as Guido Fox, and he was a mem- he was a English Catholic who, after fighting for the Spanish and the Dutch Revolt, would attempt to blow up the House of Lords. So some quick background on his early life. He was born in York, and he was a son of a member of the court, of the, um, legal court, sorry. Not necessarily a legal court, but kind of a a classical, a church-based court in England. And his parents were initially members of the Church of England, however, his parents may have been, his parents were members of the Church of England, however, several of his ancestors were Catholics, and actually one of his relatives would become a Jesuit priest. So he was, like, descended from Protestants, but however, he still had a lot of Catholic family members. His father would die when he was eight, and his mother would actually remarry a Catholic man. And it is believed that a possible reason for him becoming Catholic was actually because it was the influence from his um, Catholic step-family. Or because of his schooling, where he attended a school that was somewhat Catholic, had somewhat Catholic origins, or Catholic the um, Catholic like education system or some form of Catholic influence on education at that place. There are several other theories, including that his family may have been may have harbored or helped Catholics, or just various reasons. So there are various re- possibilities for why he would become Catholic. It is not guaranteed that any of them are right. I think it's kind of interesting to know them though. He would eventually sell the estate he inherited from his father, and he would travel to continental Europe to fight on the Eighty Years' War. Those who do not know, the Eighty Years' War is also known as the Dutch War of Independence. And this is when the 17 provinces that are today known as Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Belgium would attempt to revolt against the King Philip II of Spain. King Philip II would end up recovering many of these. However, the Netherlands would manage to retain their own independence despite them, despite many other of the um re- these little areas losing power or getting reconquered, the Netherlands would manage to hold on to their independence, which was the birth of the independent Dutch state. Guy Fox would fight for the Catholic Spain against the Dutch Republic, and he would fight here for several years. And even though at this point. England was technically fighting the Spanish. They were still at war. And the thing to note, the, the infamous Spanish Armada only happened a few years ago. Only happened about five years before this event. In fact, I'm actually going to do my next podcast on the Spanish Armada. So keep an ear out for that. And Fox would actually become a general. And he would actually get, not a general, he would become a junior officer. And he would actually fight quite well at several battles. And he would actually be a pretty good soldier, which I think is interesting. It's not like he was some, like, terrible soldier or, like, a mediocre one. He was actually pretty good at it. He would actually, later in the war, like, later near the end of his war career, he would travel to Spain to seek support for an attempted Catholic rebellion in England, which kind of shows that he was kind of planning or he kind of wanted some form of overthrow or just some form of rebellion in the wider area. And during this time, he ended up adopting the Italian version of his name, Guido. 
and he would also denounce or kind of show that his beliefs against James the First. He believed that James the First would try to drive out the the Catholics or various Catholic groups from the English area, like the English islands or the British Isles, whatever it's called. However, he did not get support for his plot, so he would eventually join with the gunpowder plot. This is also known as the Jesuit treason, and this was a failed assassination attempt against King James I by a group of English Catholics who were led by Robert Catesbury. Catesbury, Catesby, not Catesbury, sorry. One of the reasons that Guy Fox is so well known for this, even though he wasn't in charge of it, is that he was actually put in charge of the explosives. This is because Guy Fox had military experience from his service in the 80 years war, and as a result, they kind of trusted him to set the explosives, which is kind of like... It makes sense that they would do this as it is pretty obvious that he had the, like, know-how. He knew how to use his explosives, so it was kind of given an advantage. The main plot of the conspirators was to kill King James. However, they were planning to strike at the state opening of the House of Lords. And the reason that they would do this instead of just trying to kill him anywhere is both that this was a good opportunity for them, and it would let them kill many other problematic figures for them. They were able to kill some, as some of his family would be there and some important members of various organizations would be here. Various religious figures in all types of groups, which would let them basically wipe out a large portion of their enemies in the British government at the same time. In addition, they also planned to kidnap the king's daughter, who they were using who they were planning on using as a puppet queen who would support their objectives, which I find quite interesting. And basically, they were planning on capturing these people, which is very interesting, I feel. And this was actually started by Robert Catesbury, who... Cates B, sorry. He was the man behind the plot. He would actually take part in something known as the Essex Rebellion quite earlier, which was an unsuccessful rebellion against Elizabeth I earlier in. So this kind of shows he was already planning some form of conflict and thing. Note, he did not get... He got punished for this. He was fined something that was equivalent to about $6 million today. However, he made sense to sell a bit of land and get away with this. So, like, a lot of the men involved in this already had plans, or they had already had attempted to do certain actions to influence or overthrow England, but however, they just kind of condensed their plans together. He gathered a series of other people together, and they were soon enough... They would... All of these men were Catholic. This was a complete Catholic plan. And they had actually taken oath of secrecy to, like, hide their plan. And their plan was basically that they would... They would steal, like, they're not steal. They would store gunpowder in a... Look, they would store gunpowder in a building or a house slash property owned by them, and they would eventually ferry it across over time, like, over time into... The House of Lords will let them destroy it. They would soon enough add a few other men to the area. They would soon enough add a few other men into the organization. Their initial plan was kind of delayed after they ended up delaying the opening of Parliament, interestingly enough. Which I find cool. And, however, they would soon enough plan, and they would soon enough get what they needed to get in place. 
And there was a supposed theory, there was a supposed argument that, like, people said that they tunneled into it. It is unconfirmed for the Axemans to tunnel under it, however. But eventually, they did end up catching, or they did end up, they did end up learning, the, um, Protestants ended up learning about the plot. It was uncovered due to a unanimous, anonymous, not unanimous, sorry, an anonymous letter, which was sent to the a member of the British government. And a quick note, Guy Fox was also the one who was in charge of actually setting the fire, setting the fuse, and fleeing once again. So Guy Fox is kind of the one in charge of, like, behind all of these, expl- the actual, like, act of the explosive. So he would have been the one who actually committed, technically, the murder of all these people. And soon enough, the guy who got the letter would show it to the king. And he, this letter did not give them, like, the entire detail, like, everything. It gave them some details of the plots. However, they managed to get enough of these, I, they managed to get, like, enough of this stuff for, like, enough information. They managed to glean enough information from the letter to understand that, yeah, this is probably going to be an explosive of some time. And they managed to have quite soon enough capture Guy Fox. They actually made a painting about this. Actually, no, they painted a painting called The Discovery of the Gunpowder Plot and the Taking of Guy Fox, which is quite a mouthful, not gonna lie. And they soon enough ended up searching under the area. They ended up searching this area and they ended up finding Fox. He ended up giving a fake name. Oh, and a cool thing is that he, they actually ended up finding finding 36 barrels of gunpowder where he was, which was more than enough to completely demolish the city. Not the city, to demolish the building, the, the House of Lords. In addition to this, they actually took the lantern that he was holding, and they now have that in a museum. They had several other items from him. After this was uncovered, many of the um, conspirators attempted to flee. They attempted to rally people to help them, they did not get many, like, people helping them. They attempted to make a last stand at one spot. They attempted to make a last stand at a at the Holbeck ha- Holbeck's house. However, this ended up fa- not falling, failing, sorry. And they would be surrounded. They would end up being captured. And they would end up, most of them would end up dying. And Guy Fox would end up being tried. And he would be sentenced to death. They would draw, hang, and quarter him. Which is basically, they would kill them. They would kind of torture them a bit before they killed them. And then they would cut them into pieces. I personally, this is a very barbaric torture. But, like, eh. They did this a lot back then, honestly. And the one of the reasons that Guy Fox has become so famous is that they actually celebrate the gunpowder plot. Like, the failure of it each day now, these days. No, not each day. Not each day. Every year on November 5th, they celebrate it. At for- in addition, this would help kind of spark anti-Catholic backlash and various anti-Catholic laws. And f- after this, they would end up kind of... They would celebrate it each year. It started off with various things. However, now it's kind of evolved into more of a... They'll celebrate it through... They'll celebrate it like they'll do fireworks and various things. In addition, Guy Fox masks have become more popular due to the book and the film... I don't know if it's in the book. I know it's in the film V for Vendetta, in which the main person, like one of the main characters, wears a Guy Fox mask. So it's kind of become the symbol of protesting and stuff, which is interesting considering its origins as a pretty religious plot to like kind of establish a religious government has become a symbol of protest against like various 
groups on which are religious, which is somewhat ironic, I feel, but, like, you know, sometimes people don't really, like, look into the meaning of symbols. Sometimes it's kind of hard to discern the actual meaning. Well, that's all for now, folks. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon with my story on the Spanish Armada tomorrow.